And it's about offering that, that good service. So people will come to my door and I'll have a chat with them for five minutes. And I know that they've been on holiday and I know that they've got like a, a like they're, they're pregnant or when their due date is. I'll always talk to them and I'll always remember. And people enjoy that. You know what I mean? You're not really going to get that from a fast food chain. What's happening? What's good, though? It's your boy, Idriff. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, in case you're wondering. And if you're new to the show, welcome. This podcast is all about leveling up your pizza game. And today, we're leveling up our business mindset. Oh, yeah. If you want to set yourself up for pizza success... This conversation is one you don't want to miss. We speak with Jay from Artie Stan Pizza. By day, he's an account manager. And by night, he is slanging those pies at home. In this convo, Jay talks about delayed gratification, building a team, and really focusing and keeping in mind the end user. One thing I really loved is just Jay's personality. And and really, he uses that to not only get rid of that stigma of, of selling food outside of your home, um, but he also uses it to build lasting relationships. And that goes miles with customers. Like, seriously, so far, do not underestimate that. While you don't have to do it exactly the way Jay does, I just encourage you to keep things organic. Jay is a natural-born people person, but introverts make fire pizza too, so it's all about figuring it out, and I hope this episode inspires you to do so. Also, as a quick side note, Jay takes inspiration from Mike Bausch, one of my favorite episodes, um, titled Do I Suck? He is the owner of Andalini's Pizzeria, which is a pizza empire. So if you like this episode, make sure to carve some time out for that one. And of course, before we get into the show, I just want to say a special thank you to Uni for being our show sponsor. I think that the Uni Coda 16 is like the perfect setup for me. I love the design. I love the real estate. I guess size really does matter. I don't know. Uh, but if you want to make game-changing next-level pizza at home or even start a pizza business, Uni has the right product for you. Visit their website, and if you use the link in the show notes, I get a bit of a commission, so thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking the time to do that. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to always ask, what's good, Doe? Jay, thank you so Yo. much for being on the show today. How are you? Very well. I'm um, good, man. Yeah, real good. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. I am excited to talk to you because we've been homies for quite a minute and it's going to be fun times, but you know how it goes. First question. What's good, though? Um, I have stewed on this question for ages um, and I'm going to say this without trying to sound too cheesy, but I genuinely mean it that you're good, though. Um, and for the reason being that without your sort of commitment to what you're doing i wouldn't have learned half as much as i have and i wouldn't have been able to find half as much, half as many people as i 
have found. And the things that I've learned from these people is quite, um, it's quite big, really. It's quite, it's changed my game, you know, um, over the last couple of months. I think I found you, when was it, January time, I think. And yeah, I listened to so many podcasts. There was one for Mike Lucia, I can't remember the last name, um, ex-Marine, but massive. Uh, Andalini's, the guy from Andalini's, mm-hmm. read his book or listened to his book. And it was just like, wow, this amazing okay i can do this restaurant and then you know um i learned so much from other people as well so i would say definitely that you're good though however if we're talking about dough um for me a neapolitan style dough um but with a crunchy edge and a nice airy crust that's what i would say and tasty of course has to be tasty has to be i'm falling more in love with that style of pizza just as a quick Mm. uh little remark um and really i just want to say thank you that was one of the most meaningful first answers i've ever heard i'm starting to (laughs) kind of be biased towards people who answer (laughs) this uh in both ways i've been having more people uh do it that way and i'm I'm loving every single time i hear it so thank you for that jay i appreciate you genuinely mean it you've you've taught me loads of stuff so yeah keep it up you're doing fantastic cool well i am excited to turn the tables on you and and have you teach me because that's that's my job you know learn from others and that's really what the show is about we can learn from everyone and i have so much to learn from you because you know you are uh essentially a what i am starting to coin the term as an apartment pizza yolo covid born and this is such an exciting time and i can't wait to share this type of story and even though we've heard it on the show a few times We haven't heard the story from Jay. What is your perspective? What is your background? And so I'm excited to hear about your pizza journey. But first, let's kind of rewind back to before pizza. What were you doing um, prior to to Artie Stan Pizza? I was going to become a photographer um, full time. I was going to start a a wedding photography business um, and then COVID hit and it all fell to pieces. Um, So that was my big dream. Um, I was mad into my photography. Had been since 2014. Um, I unfortunately, before 2014, I played a lot of sports, lots of football, lots of cycling, and was quite fit and healthy. And unfortunately, broke my leg in two places playing football, veterans football, believe it or not. Um, hadn't broken a bone in my body the entire time I played football until I played old man's football and then go break my leg. So from that, my wife for my birthday bought me a camera. So the time that I spent sat on the couch taking photographs of my cat, I was like, I like this idea. And then I sort of researched into it and the the dream sort of um, came alive and upgraded cameras and did loads of um, sort of events and such. And yeah, and then stepped into the wedding side of thought, I quite enjoy that. It's quite fast paced. It's quite um, people orientated uh, because of what I do my full-time job which is account manager I'm quite used to sort of talking to people and becoming people's friends and I found the wedding side of things really easy to sort of um fall into and um yeah I mean that that's where I was going so yeah before that I I was um all geared towards becoming a photographer it doesn't mean that I'm not ever going to do that again because I will 100% will but at the moment I'm fully committed to what I'm doing right now you know your background photography, fast-paced mm. work, talking to people. Mm. Yeah. Sounds like a pizza maker to me. The modern-day pizza maker. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I mean, my photos, for sure, I'm, I, I, you know, I often think to myself, like, why don't I just rock the big camera out and start to, how am I going to cook 
and do camera at the time. You know, I don't want to sit there and look at my pizza. I'm going to take a lovely photograph and then it's going to be cold. I just think to myself, I've got my phone. I use my phone, you know what I mean? Pizza for me is street food. It's it's rough and ready. So, you know, if the picture looks a little bit shit, it's fine because, you know, it's street food, it's gritty, it's, it's edgy, you know? I probably could sort of rock the phone camera a lot, but I just don't. I'm a bit lazy in that sense. <laughs> so am I. I have a ring light right here. I could totally set up the, the camera and the lighting and everything, but I don't mm. because for me, the reward is not the photo. <laughs> it's mm. about like eating that delicious exactly. pizza when it's ready to go. And yeah. and you're making 100. You're making Neapolitanish style with a crunchy crust. And, you know, that pizza is ready when it's ready. It's not waiting for you. It's it's just going to keep dying and dying. Absolutely. Let's talk more about your pizza. Why did you choose that style? In, um... The love for this style of pizza uh, comes from when me and my wife went on our honeymoon to, to Italy. Um, and what amazed me when I went on to, to Italy, and we, and I literally had, my, my task was in those 14 days was to have pizza every single day. And I had pizza every single day, sometimes twice. Um, and I'm very proud of that. I should have been about 25 stone by the time I come home, but for some reason, yeah, I wasn't. But it was, um, it was good. I mean, we went to sort of Florence, we went to Rome, and then we went down to Sorrento. And the journey was great because the, the, the pizzas were very, very different. Um, very, very sort of different in flavours and textures, but also the sort of types of flour they used, and the methods, all these things was really, really interested me. I was like, oh. I really liked making pizza, but now I'm really bloody interested in making pizza because there's so much more to it. And it was the passion behind the pizza and the people that were making the pizza. It's like, this is really cool. I really want a piece of this. Um, excuse the pun. Um, but yeah, the, the sort of style that I liked the most was when we went down to Sorrento and we never went to Naples. There's, there's a reason behind that, um, which I won't go into, but we, we ended up going to Sorrento and the styles of pizza are very, very similar. They're only which is a corner, but it was that sort of Naples sort of style. Um, and it was the, and it was just, it was just lovely, gorgeous. Best thing I'd ever tasted. I was like, right, I need to recreate this at home. And I've never, I never ever until right, you know, recently, since the pandemic hit and since I got my uni, that I never was ever able to recreate that. And the whole reason why is because I didn't have the heat. The conventional oven's not going to kick out enough heat. It's 250, 260 maximum. That's not enough. I was never going to get there. So I was getting the flavours and I was getting the, the, the nice dough, the nice tasty dough, uh, and I could get the flavours on top of the pizza. You know, the pizza toppings were fine. The crust was never never right. It was really, really frustrating. Really frustrating. So the the, the reason I've gone down that Neapolitan style is, is purely based on the trip we went to uh, Italy on for our honeymoon. Yeah. Where are you taking this? this newfound love for crispy Neapolitan. I'm taking it somewhere that I never imagined I would be taking it, which is A, scary, B, incredible, and C, really exciting. Really, really exciting. Um, I was talking to you before about, you know, that I, I, until recently, I wasn't quite sure how the hell I was going to pull this off because I'm not in a position where I can just quit my job and start a dream. And go, oh, yeah, you know, I've got a young family, but sorry. By the way, wife, yeah, I'm just going to pack my job in. I'm going to do this pizza thing. Is that right? Nah. I mean, that, that, that can't happen at the moment maybe eventually but not right now it has to sort of has to be all, a bit more organic and be and have to sort of build up to it but where it's going in september something big happening i don't want to go on too much about that because i am very superstitious and i want it to happen i know it's happening i know it's happening but yeah i, I you know we're opening something somewhere close to home um but in the meantime 
there's a lot of work that needs to be done. So yeah, where I've started and what I'm doing, there's all there's been a reason for how, for everything that I've done. Um, and it's not right now about making money. It's not right now about um, you know being the best I can teaching everyone. It's about learning. And I'm still very much in a learning stage. I haven't got my dough down. I have got my dough down. It's an absolute lie. My wife is is very very right. Stop fucking about with your day. It was good two weeks ago, so why have you changed it again? It's like, oh, I don't know, because I think I'll do better. It was fine. Leave it there. So I have got a dough recipe, but I, I still want to tweak with it for some reason. I'm not really sure why. Experimenting, you never know. You can make things better, can't you? Um, but Absolutely. yeah, for me, it's about it's about experience right now. Um, so where I'm taking it, there is, there is an end game in September. So where I'm taking it is September, is what I will say on that. But at the moment, there's little stages and little things that are happening in between that to, to get it to, the, to where it needs to be. It's exciting. That is exciting. September is the short-term goal that you're going to be kind of pivoting here and there just to get to. Um, Long-term, it seems like you want to do something bigger. Um, I think one thing that you said earlier was I can't just quit my job um, until I'm ready, right? I'm looking for something. I'm looking for something. It has to just happen organically. What do you look, what, what do you think would be like the indication that you're ready to just go full-time? To know that there was enough uh, I mean, I did say it's not about the money right now, but of course it has to be about revenue. I can't just quit my job and go, oh yeah, I'm going to make, you know, a thousand pounds less than what I was making before, but we'd be fine. Don't worry, we can afford a mortgage and everything. There has to be a sensible thing around him in terms of revenue. If I could see that happening and seeing that what I'm doing is of interest to people and people like what we're doing, we can we can sustain a, a, a good level of service, a good level of um, pizza and, and, and a good level of um, interest then yeah, why would I not? You know, If I can see it being successful, then let's do that. Let me take this, you know, get out of this office chair that I'm sitting in right now and get into that kitchen. That's not to say that I won't be in that kitchen because I will be in that kitchen. I will probably be working, don't tell the wife this just yet, six to seven days a week because I want to have the experience in there as well with those people that I'm going to put in place. So yeah, I mean, in terms of sort of things working organically, I started this from my my garden um with the view of learning and, and seeing where it takes me and organically i'm in this position now and i mean organically because i haven't really pushed it too much i did one advertisement on facebook which was absolutely absolutely pointless i might as well have just i don't know shouted from my garden oh i'm making pizza everyone you know it was you know absolute waste of time absolute waste of time it's just shouting into an echo chamber unless you spend hundreds of pounds and i was never going to do that um so i had this idea like I found <laughs> this is where it all started in terms of when I say organically, this is how it happened. I was getting orders coming through from friends and family, which was great. And I knew that was going to be the start. And then they would talk to their friends and get a little extra people coming through. And that was happening. And then it sort of nosedived a little. I think it was around the end of September, October time. Oh, what I do here? And then I noticed because to where I live on the road, it's a really long road. There's like hundreds and hundreds of houses. There's a little estate as well around and then i noticed there was a facebook page called the neighborhood watch page i thought okay i could be really cheeky and clever i just jumped on and went oh yeah just not just out of interest i just wondered how would i able to be able to sort of promote my pizza business on the road without actually advertising i secretly sort of advertised by saying how do i promote my pizza business and then from that loads of people were like what do you mean pizza business oh yeah 130 yeah we we serve pizzas on a friday really didn't know that i was like oh, yeah here's the address and then from there i had lots of people from the road come on board and then they talked about it to their friends and then from there it just went absolutely mad and i basically sell out every every time i put the time slots up so organically 
it's happened. Through me being slightly cheeky, of course, but, you know, you can have a little bit of cheek in me, I guess. But, yeah, so organically, I want to see it sort of grow and I want to see the business grow um, without without sort of having to spend tons of money on advertising. I want people to sort of talk to each other. Like, oh, yeah, I had a, a pizza from Marty's stand. It was amazing. You should try it. And that's happening. That's the amazing thing about it. It's like the Chinese whispers. That's what I want. Without having to spend money on advertising, I want it all to happen. I don't want people to want the pizza because it's good pizza, not because it's just pizza, if that makes sense. So, and that's happened. It's been absolutely incredible. The support has been a fantastic. And if my customers were listening to this podcast, then I could only just thank them for for what they've they've done for me, really, because without them, I wouldn't be here in this position because if the pizza was shit, I'd soon know about it. But I've not had such wood, any sort of complaints at the moment. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's been amazing. And it has literally been organic in that sense. I hope that answered the question. I did say that I ramble on. <laughs> no, you're good. I think I, that was a great explanation. And I, we're going to dive into something deep real quickly. Mm. Uh, once I once I do yeah. a quick plug. Yeah, take course. this episode when we're when it's produced. And this goes for anyone listening. Take your favorite What's Good Dough podcast episode and post it on the Neighborhood Watch app, right? Post it for people in America. I use Nextdoor. I use the Facebook Buy Nothing group. I use all of my local community zip code um, social media apps. And that's where I can promote my pizzas. And I think by, you know, sharing these types of like stories, you can kind of convince everybody that oh i can buy pizza from my next door neighbor it's totally cool. sure there are people who ruin that for you but it's all about, we're, we're in that sort of like unknown you know people are making a living off of this underground pizza wizard of zaw people just selling underground pizza md uh right wizard of zaw they're all just starting from their home and it's growing into something bigger and everyone needs a start and so i think that education yeah. part uh, of educating your local community is super important how did you convince people uh in your in your neighborhood app what's the neighborhood app uh the neighborhood watch app that you were using so it's, it's, the neighborhood watch is basically talking about um oh there's a couple of we saw a couple of thieves around last night and watched your cars and we saw some people check you know checking cars unfortunately that sort of shit happens around here quite a lot um so it's just about sort of looking after your neighbor if you like um luckily the person that runs it i know them they live right across the road from me uh, i think her name's rachel and i just thought i could be cheeky with she's fine she knows me um and yeah it just from that it just went mad i did the deal i said um any new customers two pizzas and a garlic bread i was like that's ingenious because actually i don't lose it was for 20 pounds was like are you losing any money here whatsoever let's do that let's do that i did it and it just went it just went off i was like wow okay i've sold out for this week and next uh okay right i've got to put the next week up and then i sold out that was like whoa hang on hang on a minute Right, okay, let's be sensible here. Let's pull that deal a little bit back and then see what happens. And it still continued. People were still buying and, 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 and booking slots. And what I liked, what I like the most about this is that I get people that book their dinner, essentially, in three weeks' time. So in three weeks' time, they're thinking about having pizza. And it's like, wow, that's, that's amazing. Someone wants my pizza that bad and they're willing to wait three to four weeks to have it. It's like, crikey, I must be doing something right. And that's even when I, you know, when in my my very self-critical brain, and I am extremely self-critical of myself, um, myself, of course, self-critical, that's exactly what it means, but I'm very, very self-critical. Um, 
So if I do a dough and I do an experiment and I cock it up a little bit, or I think I've cocked a bit. If I, and, and I don't know who you had, I think it was uh, maybe Rose Hill Bakery. Guy who went to Scotland and worked for Uni. Mike. He said, if I get, yeah, that's Rose Hill Salad. Mike said, um, if you have, if I have one person um, that says that was great pizza, then that's successful. And I've always, I'm, I'm, I'm very similar to it. If someone comes back to me, all I want is one person to feedback and say, oh yeah, that was really good. And I go, okay cool no worries that's fine if i don't hear anything back i'm like oh shit it's really bad it's really bad and then i end up reaching out to them and saying oh just interested was it good and they're like yeah it was the most amazing pizza ever it's like okay cool so i can relax myself and what i noticed that was even when then i did my experiments and i and i messed around with my dough it was still good pizza and people were still really enjoying it about it enjoying it and still booking up like weeks in advance so I was just like really amazed about how supportive people have been. And I guess, I guess it's different, isn't it? It's a different pizza. It's like a, it's not restaurant quality. I mean, it is restaurant quality. Why am I talking myself down again? Again, being self-critical. It's restaurant quality pizza. Yeah. But from someone's backyard delivered at a front door, it's like unheard of. It's really different and weird. And it's almost like a dirty secret. It's like, oh yeah, this guy, he's doing basement pieces. It's really dirty. Like, yeah, it's great. Go down there, get a really good pizza for you know half the price of what you would spend at Domino's. Um, I guess what I'm also trying to achieve here is, is is educate people that it doesn't have to be a Domino's, it doesn't have to be a pizza, it doesn't have to be a Papa John's. And I'm not saying that Papa John's Pizza Hut and Domino's are crap because they're not. They've had their place. You know, when I go and have a skinful the night after and I've got half a pizza, I'll eat the half that pizza because it's a Domino's and I know it's full of salt and all the rest of it, but it fills me up and it does a job. But it's not pizza, it's Domino's. It's not pizza. It's not pizza. <laughs> And that's what I want to teach everyone. It's not pizza. <laughs> this is a pizza because it's had, you know, all of this love and attention and, and, and passion put into it. That's a pizza. Having a, something that goes on a conveyor belt through something that gets hot and then comes out and then, you know, fills you up with salt. That's not pizza. That's not pizza. So, yeah, there's a, there's a hint of, um, I guess, sort of educating as well. Yeah, there definitely is. And I think this dirty secret of pizza by your name, you know, it can be scary mm. to folks and that's why education is important. But I think what's yeah. also equally as important is you being cheeky, right? That, that yes. person, right? Jay is selling pizza with a yes. smile, not a creepy <laughs> smile, yeah. but a smile, a natural one. He's yeah. clearly having the time of his life making pizza for you. Yeah. So you should go buy from him. Yeah. And on another note, you know, like I am thinking back to my childhood, where did I get pizza from the most? Two places, Pizza Express, which was I could literally walk there or Round Table Pizza because we just grew up on that. And Round Table Pizza was maybe a five minute drive or we were in we were within delivery uh, within the range of delivery. Right. And so what this kind of uh, the world that we're living in now is we are bringing amazing pizza to you that's within walking distance, right? I don't have to drive to San Francisco to get good pizza in theory. I could just buy pizza from the neighborhood pizza maker who is using quality ingredients, who is dedicating his life or her life to quality craft and passion and it's yeah. pumping out great pizza. Is that what you're doing? 100%. 100%, mate. Yeah, 100%. It's, it's good quality. It's learning the craft, respecting the craft, as Tony would say. Um, you know, and Look. it's it's it's... Oh man, this this geezer here, this geezer here, he was the turning point. As soon as I found that book, I was like, fuck. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, I swear a lot. Um, I'm trying desperately not to swear too much, but yeah, fuck me. It was incredible. It was an incredible book. It was an amazing book. I was like, wow, this is, yeah, man, I completely, I mean, I am, I'm dyslexic, okay? So it's not that I can't read. 
is that I'm lazy because when I read, it takes me a long ass time to read because I mix words up and I'm thinking, fuck, that doesn't make any sense. Leave your vegetables here. What do you mean, leave your vegetables? I'll leave your valuables here. But it'll take me a while to realise that, oh, actually, I mean, so that's where I, that's why I don't tend to read too much because it's just, it takes too much time. So I, I found um, audiobook, which is amazing. And I, I've listened to so many more books than I've ever read in my entire life. Um, Obviously, that's not audio, but it's probably the only book that I've ever read recently, sort of back to back. I thought, wow, it's mad, absolutely mad, game changer, absolute game changer. But yeah, I mean, respecting the craft and, 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 and inspecting, respecting the ingredients and the love and the passion that goes into it. Italians are extremely passionate and I, I absolutely love that about them. I've got some really cool Italian friends who just... They're just great to be around because they are just so passionate. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be a tablecloth, they'd be passionate about it. They're just really, really passionate people. But there's a reason why all of that, you know, they have that sort of passion, especially when it comes to the sort of pieces. So I think when you when you, when you put that together with um, the, the, the want to sort of educate people and, 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 and offer people something different to dominoes, and then people sort of notice that, there's a huge reward behind it. There's a huge reward behind that. So that basically five-day process that I go through has an end game to it. And I feel great on the end of Friday night and I'm drinking my wine. Um, sometimes halfway through the service, but you know, it's a Friday. I'm allowed to do that. And I'm not, it's my kitchen. I can drink if I want to. Um, but it, it's, it's about, it's about, yeah, it's about having that passion and love appreciated, you know, and, and then people understand it. Your followers on Instagram, uh, your customers, Sorry, your customer. Are they following you on Instagram? Yes. Yeah, I um, only recently had a big boom. I mean, followers for me, it's a weird one because I was never really in for the followers. I get the following side of things and I get, get what it's all about. And obviously, the more you have, the more free stuff you can claim and all of that. It's great. It's wonderful. But for me, it was just like I wanted it to be rather than sort of globally and have random people from all over the globe sort of following me. I wanted people locally following me because that made sense because then I'd have more customers. And then I could build my, what I'm doing, I could build the business and build and build and build. So, but recently I've had a much, I've a real sort of big local boom. So I um, made pizza for a lady who was a blogger and she was Weight Watchers or something. Watchers. She posted something and it just went off. And from that, I got loads more customers as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not about the followers and I'm absolutely amazed and humbled that I've got what 2600 people following me it's mad I think that 2600 people see what i'm posting it's incredible um but yeah i'd say now i have much more of a, a local um gathering than i do outside of for sure yeah no i was just gonna say like that's super important um to mm. take your local facebook neighborhood group and get them to follow you on instagram because you can only post so much on your neighborhood yeah ultimately you're trying to build a brand right and, and instagram is where you can express that yeah i only actually got to post once in the neighborhood thing oh really after that they were, yeah after that they were like you can't do that again because this is a neighborhood watch thing that was the great thing about it was that i did it cheekily saying oh how do i post my pizza business on here knowing full well that when i said my pizza business on here and someone goes what do you mean pizza business oh yeah i live at 130 edaval road and they're like really yeah oh okay can i see a, a website and then i sent a website to them and somebody else goes oh wow okay i'll order and then rachel from across the road the neighborhood watch um <laughs> person and, and, and controller was like Look, you can't do that again because it's meant to be neighborhood so i didn't actually ever posted once on there 
and that's what and this crazy cycle sort of happened yeah absolutely mad that's the point sometimes mm. you have to um beg for forgiveness versus ask for permission because then if you asked you would have gotten the no instantly or i mean you could have gotten absolutely. the no instantly, right but now absolutely. people know about it you move them to instagram or facebook or whatever and you keep the customers mm. going or the word of mouth i love that yeah absolutely yeah i think the most powerful tool for me has been word of mouth and that's what i love the most Anything outside of social media for me is more powerful because, yeah, okay, it's old school, but it means that it's working. You know what I mean? Um, it, it travels. It travels through people. It travels through families. It travels through friends. And it's just mad. Absolutely mad, yeah. Anything else from the blogger, aside from the blogger, from Weight Watchers, any other like mm. notable tips for word of mouth? And then other than being cheeky, what what else works for word of mouth? I guess it's, it's, it's customer service as well. I mean... Going back to what I do on my day job, which is account management, I mean, customer service is second to none. You know, you have to have a smile, you know, even if it's down the phone, people can tell. And it's about it's about offering that, that good service. So people will come to my door and I'll have a chat with them for five minutes. And I know that they've been on holiday and I know that they've got like a, a like they're, they're pregnant or when their due date is. I'll always talk to them and I'll always remember that person. So I think that's really important as well because then people feel comfortable and ha happy and, 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 um, and yeah, just, just feel comfortable basically. And people enjoy that. You know what I mean? You're not really going to get that from a fast food chain. I think that's really, really important is customer services. It has to be bang on. It doesn't matter how busy you are or how rammed you are. You've always got time, a couple of minutes, just to say something. We'll speak, appreciate the fact that they've come up all pizza. And uh, at the end of every service, I'll always send a message to everyone to say, look, thanks so much for your support. I really, really appreciate it. And that's it. You know, just, just thanking people. Um, it goes a long, long way. You know, long, long way. It doesn't always have to be about social media, which is a hugely empowerful tool don't get me wrong it doesn't always have to be about that especially if you're doing it local if you're doing it local and you're a dickhead you're not going to get anywhere at the end of the day because sue was going to talk to number 17 and say that yeah he's a he's an asshole why are we going to order from him pizzas are good but he's a knob we'll find somewhere else you have to be a nice person so it's, it's not that i'm you know I, I like i like to think that i am a nice person so i don't really have to try too hard it's not like i'm trying hard to be nice it comes naturally to me because of my job and going back to you know the few things that sort of piece me together you know people skills and and and, and the pressure i'm used to it but going way back to my you know when i was a kid which is a long time ago unfortunately now um good 20 odd years ago i'd started out as a chef you know i was in i joined the royal navy as a chef so i i've got the experience of being in a kitchen uh it didn't work out for me for for sort of many different reasons but i have all that experience so i feel like everything i've done in my life has had a meaning to it in some sense and now it's all nicely coming together so all the people skills working in the kitchen and and so on, it's all sort of coming together quite nicely so and even the photography side of things there was a reason behind that because now i can take a decent picture with my phone of a pizza and it didn't look like crap you know so there's all these little things that i've done in my life that makes makes sense but going back to sort of um what you said about doing something outside of sort of social media what's important customer service really all that's all, all i can give is any advice is just be good to your customers no matter how busy you are just smile and say thank you i love that i love I, we don't talk about that enough on the show and I think just to kind of kick off this conversation, one thing you said earlier is you pour yourself a little bit of a drink because you're cooking at home, right? You get in the mood, right? And that yep. and that matters so much. I think we were referencing John Arena earlier. Your pizza mm. is a representation of who you are at that very moment. And so if you're feeling yeah. stressed, if you're feeling ugly, if you're feeling like a dirt bag, pizza is going to be reflected on that. Other than pouring yes. yourself a drink, 
is there anything else that you do per se uh, to kind of to get your pizza 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 ready yeah so i um quite recently have i, I do a lot of meditation um and I, I find for me personally it's really important it's not for everyone i know that um but i, I do find it very very um not humbling is probably the wrong word but I, I find it somewhere that i can it's like a little sanctuary is where i can because i'm 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 a guy that i suffer some i suffer from sort of rushing thoughts and i don't know if anybody else does but I have this thing where I have a million thoughts go through my mind. And it was only like last year that I managed to stop doing something, which I was using to aid myself to stop the rushing thoughts. So, um, yeah, I mean, meditation has helped get rid of my habit, shall we say, or addiction. One of the two. It was, it was yeah, borderline addiction more than a habit. More, more of a habit, borderline addiction. Um, I used to smoke a lot. And, um, and I'm not talking about cigarettes. I'll probably pick that up from that but yeah that used to be able to suppress my rushing thoughts um and then from that i wouldn't do anything i wouldn't go anywhere in my life you know but then my rushing thoughts wouldn't happen but so now i use meditation to be able to suppress that but not to suppress it to bring it to a place where i can go oh wow yeah but i can still think and i can still create and i can still dream and now i can bring that and I use that meditation and i use that sort of process to bring that sort of side to it to the pizza game and go right okay i'm gonna make the best pizza tonight because i pour myself a drink Chill as fuck. It's the end of the week and these customers have paid some money. So let's make good pizza. There was a time when I first started and I got the scars for it. I got some wicked scars. I got a scar there and I got a big ass scar down there. First night, first pizza. Uh, the pizza were, other ones on a slant and I, I launched the pizza. The pizza went all the way to the back and it stuck. And in my ingenious, frantic mind, I thought, you know what? I'll just shove my arms in there. So I shoved my arms in there this way, burnt the tops of my arms that way, and then took, pulled around and went, don't worry, I'll just turn my arms around and go in that way. So I went in that way and scarred all my arms. I lost, I lost, I absolutely lost my mind. And from losing my mind, I lost 10 minutes. And from losing 10 minutes, I lost the capability of doing two pieces. And it just trickled and went, blah, 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 blah. I was like, fuck, I really fucked that night up. I didn't because everyone was happy, but I really screwed it up in my mind because the time scales. So I said to myself, Let's not go Gordon Ramsay anymore. There's no point in going Gordon Ramsay. There's no going losing your absolute mind. You're not going to achieve anything. So, yeah, I brought the meditation into before pizzas, and then that's absolutely helped me sort of reduce the stress levels because I'm a stressy person. It's because I'm a perfectionist and because I'm so um, self-critical that, yeah, I, I then create that stress. But through that method, the meditation and a little bit of a drink, not that I've I'm not an alcoholic, by the way, I'm just saying that, but just to take the edge off, you know, I've had a busy week at work, it's Friday, and now I've got to try not to put too much semolina around the kitchen, my wife doesn't go mental, um, when she moves the table on um, Saturday morning and it's covered with like semolina everywhere, um, so yeah, I, I, I use a little bit of meditation to just sort of like calm my nerves and yeah, and just, just get through it because I do get nervous and the reason I get nervous is because I want to perform and I want to perform at the most, at the highest possible level and it's not because I want to be the best, I want the customer to be happy. Genuinely, that's, that's what it's all about for me because if they're happy, then they're going to talk to their parents, they're going to go talk to their friends, they're going to go talk to their, you know, their sister, their brother, whatever, and it will go, 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 go and that's what's been happening. So. I think yeah, what Johnny said, John John Arena said, was is, is important. You are a, um, a manifestation of what you're making. What you're making is going to be what you are in that state. So just chill. You know what I mean? It's pizza. If and even if 
what happened to me a couple of weeks back, my God, was it last week? Last week. Never experienced it in my life. And I've never been so proud of myself. It's not very often that I talk about myself like that. Um, but I, I was super, super proud. I opened the lid on my dough and I was like, oh my fuck, what the hell is that? It looked like ice cream. It melted. Everything had melted. I was like, what the hell? How do I do this? What do I do? I was like, right, I need to, need to, okay, we can get through this. And every pizza, none of them were round. They didn't look round. They looked all over the place. And as I was doing it, I was thinking to myself, well, I am artistan, artistan, artisan. Artisan is just, does pizza have to be round? Every pizza have to be round? No, it doesn't. It just has to taste good. And the good thing was the dough was amazing. The dough tasted good. Just because it wasn't round didn't really matter. And I just thought to myself, right, okay, let's just get through this. And yeah, it was hard because just getting the dough out of the tray was, like, I had to cut it out, you know, and cut shapes out and try to, it was mental. But I didn't lose my mind. I just kept calm, few deep breaths, got through it. So... Yeah, I was super proud of myself. So meditation and just chilling the hell out and you'll get through it. You'll get through it. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I love where this conversation is. So much to unpack in that one. I'm looking for a quote <laughs> that Mike from Rose Hill Sourdough told me. It was about a fuck up that I did. And he was like, you know what I used to tell my customers? If it's not circle, call it artisan. If the pizza is not circle, call it artisan. <laughs> And I was like, fuck yeah, dude, that's exactly it. Just to kind of go back on what you said about the whole meditation kind of centering and, and that experience with your ice cream dough balls, that type of shit is going to happen. <laughs> but yeah. as, as you know, from firsthand experience, if you let that shit get to you, that 10 minute, you know, snafu is going to have yeah. a multiplying effect if you don't get your shit fucking controlled. Right. And meditation, yeah. deep breathing is Def definitely there for it. It's helped me so much. Yeah. Five deep breaths. It's amazing. I never used to believe in that sort of stuff, but my wife's um she's mad and she's she's um she's a she's a counsellor. So she talks to people about a lot of things and quite sad things. But she's very good at being able to sort of say, you know, how to sort of bring the best out of yourself and just by the simplest of things. And I've learned a lot from her in that sort of sense. Um so yeah, the five deep breaths, amazing. And it's just breaths but you know it, life is an amazing thing and you can bring life into yourself by five deep breaths and it's amazing what it can do and how much it can clear your mind so yeah there's no there's no point in losing your shit um and i used to be someone who used to lose their shit quite a lot um i still do don't get me wrong i'm no i'm no saint not so you know i'm no buddha whatsoever crikey no 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 i still have my moments for sure but i'm much 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 better much better for it. So important. I'm, I'm glad we talked about that. Do you, other than the five deep breaths, do you use any apps or do you just stick to that, uh, that routine? One, two, three, four, five, in, out, in, out, in, out. No, I, I use, uh, I use an app called Headspace. It's awesome. Absolutely amazing. Oh, it's, oh, it's brilliant, man. And they've got this amazing new thing where it gives you like your itinerary for the day. And I love it because at night I can just, I can listen to sort of like some random rainforest and I just go off to a really vivid, weird dream. I have some mad dreams when I listen to that stuff. Like <laughs> insane stuff. So yeah, I, I love it because it's just all mapped out for you. Um, and it's just, yeah, Headspace is awesome. That's the one, the only one I'll use. Yeah. And you know, if, if we didn't hit it hard enough, it's like, we just want you to be in a happy when you're making, because that type of shit. Yeah. If you're grooving, I like to put music on. 
I like to dance yes. a little bit before. Um, and I love to talk to people, you know, and that that type of stuff will really get the vibes going. Like it was a little weird when I tried talking to people um, who picked up because it was clear they didn't want to talk to me and that's okay. But they can still feel my aura coming off to handing them that. Yeah, this guy's cool, even though it's COVID, even though we, we can't yeah. really chat it up. This guy's cool. They can sense 100%. Music, hugely. Yeah, you, you touched a point there. I'll always really listen to music. Always listen to music. So I, I used to go for it. I've started making my own playlists. Um, I'm, I'm a big grunge fan, 90s grunge fan. Um, so anything from Stone Temple Pilots, um, Pearl Jam, uh, yeah, any, anything in between, Silver Chair, the lot. Love it. But recently, before all that, I used to listen to a lot of um, what's his greatest hits, and they do a disco night every Friday night. So I'd be listening to that. Brilliant. Donna Summer and all this other amazing stuff. Dance around the kitchen. Yeah, you're absolutely right. A bit of a groove is always good. I uh, would be remiss to not talk about this lovely logo that I have here. <laughs> I'm rocking the Artie Stan shirt, and I, I kind of want to learn more I about the doodles and the name. Yeah. What's up with that? Okay. So when I started this out, and I think they were birthed around the end of June. Um, I think my Instagram started on the 1st of July, but they were birthed around, I'd say middle to end of June. But um, so I was thinking all these wonderful names that I wanted to come up. Um, so I've got there's, there's there's one that I really wanted, which was triple seven. And then I realized there's some dudes doing triple seven up in Yorkshire. So I can't really have that. Triple seven in my family means a big thing. My, my dad was a big um, stock car racer. That was his number. So I wanted to sort of emulate that. I'm a big fan of um, remembering and, 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 and I'm quite sentimental, remembering people that have passed and are, are no longer around. So then I was thinking to myself, oh, I really want to a cool name. And then I noticed that I sort of looked at the Pac-Man thing. I thought, really like that. Maybe I could turn them into pizzas. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, one could call, oh, hang on a minute, I could call them Artie and Stan. Now, the cool thing is, my granddad was called Arthur and my other granddad was called Stanley. So it made sense. So I could remember two awesome dudes and still have a cool brand. I thought, wow, that's amazing. Right, so how do we turn this Pac-Man idea into a proper logo? And then I shifted it over to my, my, my um, awesome friend, Ben, who is yeah just one of the best designers I've ever met. Um, and he's the guy that's brought my insane brain to life and all the little characters that I've built for for everything um so yeah that that those that's remembering people um two guys that were really really sort of instrumental in my life one arthur was a was a dairy farmer so i learned a lot of things and the most important thing was hard work like geezer would get up at like four o'clock in the morning and not finish at seven o'clock until seven o'clock at night and you know that's nearly sort of seven days a week it's mad but never ever ever once did i see him unhappy he's always happy he's always the happiest dude and then you got stanley who was a, a um uh, a royal, not royal engineer, a civil engineer, you know, super intelligent, really, really super switched on, um, very, very hard work, but a different guy to, to Arthur. So two really, really important people in my life. And I thought, wow, that there's something in this. And that just, yeah, Artie Stan, Artisan. Yeah, okay, that, you know, works. It works brilliantly. It was meant to happen. So, yeah, that's where that logo comes from, basically. Um, yeah, and my mate, Ben, brought it all to life for me. That's really cool. I love just things that have meaning towards them. I love play on words, obviously. Mm. Uh, what's good, yeah. though, right? Um, and I love it when things yeah, have meaning because they're easier to remember. Yes. You have other drawings, too. Are those named after people as well? You're, you're kind of creating the Artie Stan gang. Yeah, the pizza gang. Um, there is a meaning behind all of this, and it will come to, to life one day. Um, yeah, 
you know what? It, it all comes from. So I had the logo, and then I was creating my own pizzas, and I was like, right, I want to make my own pizzas, and I want to make them under the umbrella of, you know, normal pizzas, if you like. So you have your all stars or your all zars, as I call them now. So your margaritas. Margarita, if it wasn't for margarita, we wouldn't have pizza at the end of the day. She was the one who said it was cool. So she was a queen. So like, oh, I'll call it Queenie. And then I'll make it in my own style. Um, but it all it all born from one particular pizza, and that was um, the pepperoni pizza. And I was just sat there. I was like, um, in my brain, I was just like sat there. Yeah, Big Tony the pepperoni. I was like, Big Tony the, Big Tony the pepperoni. And we could have him. He could be like a big slice of pepperoni with a gold chain, a medallion around him, a bit of hair and everything. He'd be the mafia boss. Yeah, I love that. Oh, and then we could turn the margarita into Queenie, and she could be a queen. I was like, right, I want something here. And then just created all these pizza characters, and every one of them worked. They just worked brilliantly, and then thankfully I've got this guy, Ben, who's my designer, and he's just brought it all to life for me. It's just like, yeah, you know, we're on to something here, something completely different. And the reason why I wanted to sort of do something like that and it is gimmicky, absolutely, 100%. I am, you know, king of the puns. I love a pun. That's what it's all about. Um, you know, play on words is fun, isn't it? You know what I mean? And people remember them. And it's just silly. But gimmicks are great. And But the, the, the whole meaning behind it is I wanted to give the, the, the pizzas a character because every pizza has a character behind it. Every pizza is a character in its own right. So why not have a character? And it works. It's like, right, okay, massively onto something. Let's keep this going. So every time I make a special pizza, or because or, the way I'm working it is I've got my all-sars, yeah? They're always going to be there. So I'll always have the meat feast, uh, the picky freeways for me, um, the big Tony, the the, the sort of Ndua, um, and Billy Margot. That's probably the most random pizza I've ever made. And that was born out of one of my vegetarian friends. And I just thought... I haven't really got much veggie stuff in the fridge. I just created this pizza. It's like, do you know what? It's absolutely gorgeous. I'm going to use that and stick that on the pizza. But then I decided that I wanted to make loads of specials. So you'll have your all-stars and then you'll have a, a, a list of three specials each month. And the way I want it to go is that I want people to sort of vote for what ones they want each month. It hasn't really got to that level yet because I keep making too many bloody pizzas. Um, but yeah, I felt like each pizza deserved to have a character behind it, basically. So that's where it born. It was all born out of born out of one pizza, Big Tony, and then from Big Tony, I was like, yeah, I really want that character. But then I have to make characters for each one of them. Fine, let's do this and just create these mad, mad characters. And we, I've spoken to my designer friend. There is definitely something we're going to do with it later on in life. So just watch this space on that one. Um, something a bit more fun. Yeah, and it gives gives the break. It's it is about brand. Don't get me wrong. Brand is a massive thing for me. Um, coming from sort of a marketing salesy sort of background, for what's going on in the world at the moment and how many people are making pizzas, you have to have a standout brand in a way, you know. And and I, I'm super, super, super lucky to be in the position I'm in because of my insane brain and thought that I had about these crazy pizza characters. And because I went forward with it, and thankfully Ben didn't think I was mad and drew them for me. I now have two people that want to invest in my business just based on the brand. Just looking at the brand and going, dude, that's a great brand. That can go some. We want to invest in this. I was like, you might want to taste the pizza first. They're like, that's true. We'll order next Friday. They didn't even tasted the pizza. So it was the power behind the brand. I was like, wow, okay. Finally, I'm onto something. I'm not completely mad. There is a reason behind it. So yeah, it, it's, I wanted to bring the characters to life and I wanted it to sort of become like a brand concept, um, if you like. So there'll be new pizzas they'll all have a character name um and then one day when we get to a stage there will be a nice little reason behind it 
think that makes sense. <laughs> what What did they say to you? What did they see in you? Um, what did they tell you? Those investors. Uh, they saw passion. Um, so I'm quite thankful. I'm quite lucky in the sense that one of them, uh, both of them actually, I believe, they used to live with one of Vicky's old friends. Um, so they there was a connection Vicky? already, and they just jumped. To, oh, sorry, Vicky's my wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. So my wife's. Yeah, one of my wife's friends. Um, I've only just called her the wife recently. That's all I ever called her. Vicky. She actually has a name. Yeah, yeah, Vicky. Um, it was one of her friends, and they reached out to her and just said, look, who is this guy? Really like the brand. And then she said, oh, yeah, the pizza's amazing. You should try them. And then they just con contacted me. And I think what they picked up from, from myself is the vibe and what I wanted to do. Because they just said, look, what are, what are you trying to achieve with this? And I said to them, you know, one day I'd love to have my own pizzeria. Of course I would. But at the moment, I'm just doing it here. I want to learn. I want to build on my on my knowledge. And, and, and when I'm comfortable, then I'll go and launch it. And they were like, well, what if we told you there's a place with your name on it and we'd like you to be there? I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. Really? Like, yeah. Okay, that's, yeah, I'm up for that. But unfortunately, at the time, it wasn't right because they wanted me to be there in two months' time. I was like, um, no, it ain't going to happen. I can't do it. And this is where COVID has been my friend again. Um, and the fact that it pushed everything back to September. So I have loads of fucking time now. I got all that time that I needed because I was always going to do it. I was like, oh man, I can't do it in two months. How the hell am I going to do all this in two months? I haven't got my day done. I've got this done. I've got that done. But thankfully, I got time. And then with that time, I speak to them all the time, um, and I've built up like a little sort of friendly sort of relationship with. Them. Um, and I've learned a little bit more about them and what they want from it. And the ideas and the concept and everything that we've got match perfectly. Just yeah. For me, it's weird because it's like I've, I'm always a little bit sceptical when things go really, really well and right. It's like, uh, what the fuck's going on here? Something's got to go wrong. But now with my new mindset and the way that I look at things, it's like everything happens for a reason. Let's look at the positives here. It's going to go right because I'm going to make it go right. It's going to go right because I've got these dudes here that are going to help me get make it go right. It's going to go right because I've just found two awesome people in Jody and Mimi yeah, who are going to become... Part of my team in the future, in, in the very, very near future, in fact, now. Um, and then I've got Ben, my designer. And I've also got an awesome accountant that I can trust. So it's like everything's happening really nicely, slowly, again, organically, gently. But it's all happening for a reason. Um, so, yeah, they saw they saw the sort of passion behind my ideas and what I wanted to do. And then they tasted the pizza and they were like, yeah, dude, we want to work with you. Let's, let's, get, let's make this happen. So, yeah, it's mad and just super exciting it's just i have to sort of tie myself to the floor sometimes before sort of like floating to the ceiling you know it's just yeah it's mad it's absolutely insane absolutely insane building your absolutely. teams out organic i love how you tied it all you weren't forcing any you were kind of just letting letting it all happen that's it that's it and you know for me letting it all happen means it's right when you force something it ain't right when you force and try and push something it's, it's not going to work because you're forcing it but if you just let something grow just let it happen and if it works it works if it doesn't it doesn't there's a reason why it didn't work there's a reason why it is going to work it's because it's going to fucking work and it's going to be fucking awesome and we're on to something amazing here and it's going to grow and i have no idea where it's going to go but I, I'm, I'm really excited forward to the journey are you going to quit your job then hopefully what do you think <laughs> yeah um not right now uh not yeah i, I will do absolutely you know and, and i've got my point in my brain i know exactly when i'm going to do it and what, what i need to see on paper um because it's good seeing it with my eyes but i need to see it on paper and know that okay i would be financially safe to do this and, and, and unfortunately yes it does come down to financials in the sense that 
I have to look after my family. You know, at the moment I'm not in it for the money, and I make literally nothing from what I'm doing because I invest everything back into my business. I made it as a limited business, limited company for a reason, so that I couldn't take any salary out of it. Um, so that I, everything I make goes back into the business, goes into new equipment, it goes into marketing, goes into uh, you know branding and, um, and such like things like that. So that for me isn't the concept right now. But later on. It has to be. I can't just go, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit your job because it's going right, but I'm not making any money from it. It's just, you know, that wouldn't be fair on my my, my family, right? And I've got a young boy, um, 18 months old, and, yeah, I do want to quit my job. Of course I do. But I actually quite like my job, and I really like the people I work for. So it's not a case of, oh, I really want to quit my job because it's shit. I want to quit my job because I'm onto this amazing new journey, and that's where I want to be. It's not because I want to quit my job because I need to get out of it. It's because that's... Is all about me this is what i'm building here for a reason and again going back to organically let it let it happen i have the time i'm very very lucky in the fact that i have the time to sit and wait and let it just grow you know i don't have to push it um and it's not i don't want to sound arrogant about that i mean i'm in a very lucky place and i'm very thankful because i have the time to learn and i'm no expert by any means that's why i don't often post videos about how to make the perfect downloads because i'm not there i'm just not there you know i'm just not that person um and for me yeah i mean of course quitting my job will be nice one day but right now no um so and i make good money from it at the moment so i'd be stupid not to to sort of quit at the moment because i can pump that money back into the business so yeah i'm in a really 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 lucky position and i'm very very thankful i asked you earlier if you were going to quit because it seems like you're taking on a whole big all-encompassing project that may need more of your time and so i just wanted to see i wanted to see where how you were going to allocate your time because when you take on bigger projects when you commit yourself to something else you have a lot of the times you have to give something up and so i wanted to see where you were going to dig deep in to grab and throw away right because that's for me that's how i see it no you're absolutely right and i, and I do often think about this and and the, there's a reason why i've brought two people on um jody and mimi and I found them through Instagram. I reached out to Mimi actually first. He just said, you know, what are you doing with your pizza game? Because I was looking at what they were doing and I quite liked the fact they were doing all these random bizarre pizzas. I was like, yeah, that's a piece of me. Um, and I just got this little vibe from their, their profiles. I was like, maybe we could, maybe they are the people. And they come as a couple and they are awesome. They came over for dinner a couple of weeks, uh, for pizza a couple of weeks back. And I was like, yeah, you two are. I got the best vibe from them. I was like, right, yeah, this is going to work. Right, okay, so you're going to come on board. We're going to work together. We're going to do pop-ups. So we're starting a pop-up, first one's next Sunday, at the Dancing Man Brewery, which is going to be insane. Um, I'm shitting my pants, but it'll be fun. I'm sure it'll be all fine. Um, but it'll be the first time we've worked together. So we're now going to spend the summer working together. I've secured a couple of other pop-ups as well. I've got a couple of weddings coming up. I've got a couple of um, other parties. And we're just going to take it slow through the summer. We're not going to do pop-up every week. We're going to do a pop-up every other week. Do a pop-up a week. And then a week of sitting back and go, right, what did we do right? What did we do wrong? How can we make things better? Blah, blah, blah. Um, what would you say that? What would you call that? You call it uh, reassessing or something. I can't remember the word is, but um, just sort of talking about what, you know, which I can't remember what the word is, but yeah, reassessing what's happened, basically. So it's slowly, slowly catching monkey again. It's sort of like, you know, again, organically wanting that sort of, I say that word a lot, I know, um, but I don't eat any organic things that's the funny thing about it um yeah but organically letting it happen again just setting these things up let's go and do it yeah we're going to jump into this thing and on the night they've never done a service in their life i have so i can guide them but it's not hard it's pizza and if you like it and if you're in that vibe and you're in a happy space it's going to be fine you're going to love it and i can take i can pick up from those two that they're going to be good for me and i'll be good for them because it's not that i know everything 
I just know a little bit more. And I know a little bit more in the fact that I know how a service works, yeah? I know a little bit more about how to serve pizza because I haven't done that. But then they come with a lot of skills themselves. You know, Mimi's amazing sort of um, in the sort of branding world, marketing, um, and actually does a lot of sort of photography for really big brands. Um, and then Jody is just really sort of full of vibes, packed full of vibes, um, with a similar same age. He has a real passion behind pizza and he doesn't want to be in that sort of line of work anymore. Um, so the way it's going to work is, yeah, I will end up sort of delegating things out to um, And Jody is someone I'm looking at to become my head chef. So when we launch in September, because I won't be able to leave my job. It'll be a five day a week thing. So I want someone that's going to be in there as a head chef that I can trust, that I've worked with, who knows what I want and in terms of the style or what the brand needs to be. And then I can jump in now and again and, and, and help out, not just help out, but I want to be there as well. So on a Saturday, I will work with him, but he'll be the man that will front that. So we'll become like a three, three pronged attack, if you like, in this thing. Um, but behind it, I will be the driving force in doing all the admin and all the guffy stuff that no one wants to do but it's really super important um and then obviously you've got the investor guys that's going to help you know buy the oven buy the fridges you know, all these sort of things so yes there will be a lot of work that goes into it but that's not I, I, i'm it's a real hard thing to to balance out i get but it can be done if you have the right people around you you can do it 100 percent um and my family life is super important as well because i'm doing this whole thing the family because i'd like to quit my job do this and then have my say on when i work and when i don't work but know that i'm going to be financially secure as well that's the goal my boy's 18 months old you know by the age of when he's five i definitely want to be in that position where i can go yeah i only have to work two days a week if i want to but i've got five businesses that are all working and i'm happy and it's still quality it's still sticking to the brand it's still having that customer service all of that stuff has to be at the forefront of what i'm doing i don't want to lose the quality i don't want to buy a different cheese because it's three pounds cheaper and i can make x pounds more no 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 no. i'm sticking to that supplier rossi international just a little shout out amazing italian family run business yeah who have been amazing to me i'm never going to drop them i'm never going to drop my butchers to do my sausages because they're amazing so all these people will always be there so that side of things is really important but yeah i have that five-year plan in terms of i would like to be able to kick back and go right i got all these businesses going and i can work when i want to work and i can spend all this time with my family that's the goal that's the ultimate goal to be able to get to that position and i'm sure there's people thinking this guy's fucking mental because actually, no, you'll be doing this, 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 and this. Maybe I will, but you know what? I'll be happy because it'll be my thing. I'm not working for the man or the woman anymore. I'm not working for somebody else who's going to pay me coin. I'm going to pay my own coin. I'm going to make my own money, yeah? And it'd be through my hard work. And if I don't work hard, it ain't good. So if you're in that position, you know, you, you work a little bit harder, but it's not hard work. It's not hard work. People think to me, say to me, oh, are you knackered on a Friday? It's like, no, because those three, four hours I work, they fly by because I'm enjoying myself and I love it. I love serving pizza to people and I love people being appreciative of what I do and liking what I do and liking what they've spent their money, you know? So yeah, yeah, it'll be hard work, but it'll be fun because it's something that'll be mine, you know? It'll be our, not just mine, but ours, you know? So these people that are coming on board, I want them to be part of, part of me rather, not part of me, that sounds weird, part of what I'm doing, sorry, you know? I want them to have, 
you know, equal say on what happens. Because if they're going to put their hard ass work into it, then they should get that out. But there has to be my dream behind it. It's my dream, in a sense, but I want people to be on board with that. And I want them to have that, um, you know, that share, if you like. So that's a very long-winded way of saying that. But um, yeah, I hope that made sense again. <laughs> I'm glad we got it out of you. Wow. This... <laughs> Uh, this this uh, conversation took a complete turn. I'm so happy where we landed. Yeah. I just think it's amazing that you're building a team and and, and essentially multiplying your yourself uh, to a point where people you have people who who have that same vision as you and and are helping you execute. And that helps you achieve more. The tricky thing, just to challenge a little bit of what you said, is how do you split it all up? Um, and I'm talking finances here. I'm talking about decisions because sure maybe maybe the maybe the um maybe they can get behind the whole like oh yeah we're gonna stick with uh rossi we're gonna stick with the butcher um and that's fine because that's your vision and that's what they signed up for but like how are you splitting it up with the investor jody mimi and ben do you have any idea um so the investors and myself have talked about it and yeah the reason why I want to stay in my job is because I don't want to take any money out. I want to reinvest it and I want to build another place. So then we want to have a little mini... The vision we have with the investor guys is to build it into a mini chain. You know? um, but craft beer and pizza together. So from the, 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 the one that we have, I don't want to say too much about the air or anything because it will massively give it away, but from the one in September, that will be the central hub. Is this concept going to work? Because in my year's time, it might not work. And then we just go, oh, okay, it didn't work. Fantastic journey, guys. Thank you very much. Off we go. No one's lost them here because the investors will have a pizza oven in that place and they can just get another pizza people in there. Yeah. So it's not like anyone's going to lose any money in that sort of sense. Um, and in terms of myself, I will have a full-time job. So I won't need extra money. Yes, you know, being a director, I might take dividends out of it if the company's you know, done really well and is successful. Absolutely. It'd be nice to have a nice holiday, wouldn't it? Of course it would. But it will be stupid of me not to do that. But then... The way I'm looking at it is I would maybe look at sort of, you know, this is this is areas where I am not um, a, a genius. I had no idea about the business side of things, but I have an amazing accountant who explained it all to me. You could look at it two ways. They are salaried. They are partners. They are directors. Therefore, they take X amount of money out. There's lots of ways you can do that. But essentially, everyone is on board in the fact that the directors, the directors, sorry, the investors aren't going to take any money out unless the company's made money. So they're going to make sure that all the chefs are paid. They're going to make sure all the equipment's paid for, all the everything else, all the ingredients are paid for, and then take out if there's any money left. If there's not enough, they'll just move that back into the pot, uh, into the pot, and then we move it on to the next place that we open. So everyone's on board in the sense that no one's here to make a shitload of money. It's not about that. It's about building a brand and building a concept and building this little mini empire if you like so however people need to feed and people need to sort of you know get paid so yeah there will be a conversation down the line how does this work and i guess you'll find that out a few months down the line how successful we've been okay price we're making this amount of money well okay well you can get paid that then and i can take this amount of money or okay we're not making that much money but you're the chef and you need to get paid a salary so you're the most important person here here you're paid first. That person, whoever they are, will always be the person that gets paid first. Not me, not the investors. That The, the workforce get paid first, 100%. And if we have any money after that, great. What do we do with it? Go on holiday? No, put it somewhere else. Because we don't need it, because we've all got jobs anyway. And that's the, why, the idea. Yeah, again, people might look and listen to this and think, you're mad, man. Is this going to work? Well, you know, I haven't tried it yet, so I don't know. So until I tried it, I'll let you know. 
But maybe I do quit my job in like December and go, shit, I need to jump in here and let this work. But you know, that's why I want to do this team building thing over the summer and get these people aboard because I have faith in these two and um, I can see the vision just from the vibe that I'm getting from them that, yeah, these are the right people. You know? um, and everything else has happened so simply. So why wouldn't this be the same? You get a feeling, don't you, from people? And being in the job that I do, again, you know, I get a vibe from people when I speak to them. Do they want to talk to me? You can instantly tell. You can tell, you know, what you call um, a good um, bloody word is, but you know someone's character just from speaking to them for five minutes. You know what sort of person they are. Um, judge, judge a character. So I can... I'm a pretty decent judge of character, and I think I got it right with these two, so we'll see how that works. Speak to me on Monday next week. We might have killed each other. Who knows? Um, after our first pop-up. <laughs> we, we don't know until we try, but I'm I'm super confident that I've done, done the right thing. But yeah, essentially, in terms of money, in terms of how it's going to work, workforce gets paid first, whatever's left, we look at that, and obviously we have to sort of, you know, pay money back to the investors for said ovens or, or, or such that have been paid. But that's not, again, for them, that's not the important thing because that will pay for itself anyway. It's a conversation I have no idea about, but I will learn as I have learned everything else on the spot. And I'll probably learn the hard way. Who knows? I might be broke the next time we speak and be living in a box. Who knows? And my wife might have left me and my son might not be talking to me. Who knows? <laughs> you never know. But at least it would have happened organically. No, I'm just kidding. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> organically. Organically. You're right. Uh, Absolutely right. Uh, I want to commend you because you are betting on yourself. You are essentially taking on delayed gratification and you are building little things here and there, making the sacrifice of not getting paid today or tomorrow, but hopefully one day, but hopefully when that one day comes, I'll be all these little extra minutes, hours, days that you're putting in, in on, on top of your work, on top of your family, trusting in others. You have two investors, Jody and Mimi, Ben, the accountant, everyone working together and kind of being on the, that to me is exciting, right? Sure. Some people got to pay, get paid sooner than later, but you are thinking long-term and I, that to me makes a good business person so i think you're i think you're onto something thank you man appreciate that yeah appreciate it i mean i often sit there and think to myself am i doing the right thing and i do you know self-doubt comes in it's natural um then i go back to the meditation side of things and it's about learning how to deal with that self and there was a way that i used to deal with that and that was through smoke and you know what i never got anywhere in life from doing so I, I, again, I, I don't say it often about myself. I'm very, very, very proud of where I am today because of what I did a year ago, which was kick a habit um, for good. And, and I built a business since doing that. And, and now in this position, I'm thinking, fuck, if I'd have done that 10 years ago, where would I be now? You know, would I have this dream? I don't know. Um, but it, it's not about what I, you know, shoulda, coulda, woulda. Uh, it's about wanting to do now what's going on now let's, let's focus on the now yeah in less than a year i've almost got a a, a sort of a business a probably you know, i have got a business i have got a business but i've also almost got a uh, a static venue where i can serve bloody good pizza which is what i've wanted to do for such a long time so yeah I, i'm very very proud of myself for once um in, in in sort of kicking that habit and learning how to deal with self-doubt in a much different way because i have those moments where it creeps in i just turn to my wife and go oh, i'm doing the right thing aren't i just like do you feel like you're doing the right thing? yeah do you get excited when you think about it yeah just like it's the right thing. just keep focused positive stay positive manage your risks 
and then fucking go for mm -hmm. it. I love that you're not quitting your job. I love that you kind of have, you have this idea of where you stand. Uh, you're looking long-term, you're looking short-term. Just ride the ride and have fun with it. Make it organic. Yeah, exactly, mate. Make it organic. Maybe that should be my, my new slogan. Get rid of um, trust and die crush. You should make it organic, yeah. Hmm. Maybe there's a concept in that. Who knows? Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what is one mistake that people can avoid in the pizza business? Trying to be somebody else. Be yourself. You're never, ever, ever going to make the same pizza that somebody else has ever, ever made before because there are so many bloody variants. Temperature of the room, temperature of the dough, temperature of the surface that you're making the dough on, temperature of this, that, the other. Science and mathematics behind it is insane. So just be you. If it tastes good to you, yeah, um, just, yeah, don't, don't, don't. Don't try and emulate somebody else. Take bits from that person, you know. Um, Tony Tony G is one guy that I, I um, adore in the sense that the way he sort of explains things is a really good way. But then there's other people that I've t drawn from as well. And my pizza is born out of an amalgamation of five different concepts and five different methods, um, all made into my own little my own little way because the temperature of my house, this, the other. Yeah, I fuck about with it now and again because I'm an idiot like that and I like to experiment, you know. But just be you. Simple as that. Don't don't try and be somebody else. And because if you try and be somebody else, it's not going to work. And you get upset with yourself. And you think, oh, I can't do this. No, 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 no. If it tastes good, it doesn't matter what it looks like. If it tastes good, that's what matters. So just be yourself. And what do you want to leave the audience with today? I guess probably very similar to what I just said there. Um, if you have a dream, it doesn't matter how old you are, it can happen. I mean, I'm 40, yeah? Um, I don't act 40. I don't feel like I'm 40. Um, well, no, that's not a lie. That's an absolute lie, sorry. Um, I do feel like I'm 40 because I feel like that, you know, if I lie on my side in a funny position, I can't move for three days afterwards. So, yeah, I definitely feel like I'm 40. But inside my brain, I am very much a young man and I still have dreams that I have not completed. And it doesn't matter what age you are. If you have a dream for something, you know, let it organically happen. Um, but let it... But let it happen um, and, and, and follow after it, you know, because you don't know what's around the corner. I never knew that there was two investors that liked the, the, the logo. I mean, this logo just fell out of my brain because I had a, a granddad called Arthur and a granddad called Stanley. And it was a play on words of Artistan. Artistan. I can't even say the bloody word anymore without saying Artistan. <laughs> that, is, um, that is the yeah, word. <laughs> that's, Sorry. Yeah, that's how that's how powerful it is. See? Um, but yeah, you know, it's just just if you have a dream and you have a, 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 um, a vision, go after that. Doesn't matter how long it takes to get there, because it might take a very, very long time. It might take a short space of time, but never, ever give up because you don't know what's around the corner. And even if you have a shit night, just keep going because don't take it like oh, I had a shit night. No, you had a night where you learned stuff. Yeah, you learned something from night. What was it you learned? Go back and delve in and go, right, well, I did that wrong, I did this wrong, I did this wrong. Okay, I won't do that next. And then you move on. So, yeah, just just follow those, follow that dream, I guess. Um, be yourself and, yeah, just go after it. doesn't matter what age you are, what, what stage of life you are, just go for it. Beautifully said. Jay, thank you so, so much for your time today. Brilliant. I've um, really, really enjoyed it. I have played this interview in my brain while sitting in the bath, of course, that's what I normally do, um, a thousand times over. And do you know what? It's been an absolute dream. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. I mean, I just make pieces in my in my kitchen. I'm no Adelini's or, you know, John Arena or anybody like that. And it's just amazing that I'm up there on this podcast with those sort of people and speaking to an awesome dude like you. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. It's been amazing. 
really, really has. And I hope this can be a lasting friendship, dude, because you're a cool guy and you, you've done amazing, you know, so keep it up. I'd love to meet you one day, bro. Till then. Yeah, till then, man. You take care. Jay, thank you so, so much, man. My guy, I loved your story and I cannot wait to see this dream of yours come true. I'm going to be rooting for you, and I can't wait for part two, man. To you, the listener. Oh my goodness. Right? You got to feel happy after that one. Jay got that cheeky smile, that cheeky voice, that happiness, and it's it's contagious. So if you love the show, I need you to do three things this time. Not two, three. One, you already know, share this episode by using Spotify's or any of your listening platforms share button share to social media so that we can let others know what's good though the second thing i need you to do you gotta go hit up jay at at arty stand pizza links to his socials in the show notes let him know what's good though and the third thing like i mentioned earlier mike bausch andalini's pizzeria do not sleep on that this dude went 110% into his business. I mean, if you can look up old YouTube videos of this guy, so young, and to this day, you know, he is just, you can tell he's just killing it, put everything into it. That's going to be a great follow-up episode. If you haven't done so already, make sure to provide me some feedback. Come on. Uh, I would love to hear what your thoughts are. There is a survey in the show notes. You can also leave me some feedback on IG at what's good though. Find me there when you're fighting when you're finding Jay on IG. And if you listen on Apple, heck yeah, go leave a rating. Five stars would be cool. But if you can't give me five stars, I'll take five stars. <laughs> and then also uh, leave a little bit, uh, leave some kind words there. I'd love to know your thoughts. Um, other than that. Till next time, I appreciate you for listening. Peace.